passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Gareth Bell is going to the World Cup, but the Welshman's future remains unclear as he searches for a new team. Meanwhile, Sadio Mane's desire to leave Liverpool has some Reds fans talking about Christian Pulisic. And what about Newcastle United? Is the Toon Army about to dominate the transfer market this summer? I've got the one and only Fabrizio Romano with me to separate the transfer truths from the transfer lies. Kego Lasso with Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kego Lasso. Kego Lasso pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso. This is a live show with Fabrizio Romano Q&A. Ask your questions. Remember what I said last week? Let's be nice. Let's build that positive energy. That's all I love. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, my friend? All good, my friend. All good. Thank you. Thank you, all the friends who are sending questions and ready to, to answer. We are entering into key days of the transfer market. So you know that this week will be the real beginning of the market. Wow, wow, wow. So we're getting into it, of course. And Fabrizio Romano, as we mentioned, will be with us every week, of course. And uh, he kicks off Mondays with us, like I said. Throw in your comments and your questions and make sure to follow us and spread the word. Fabrizio Romano, it's been an interesting international break, of course. Uh, Let's begin with Liverpool, uh, by the way. James Milner has officially extended for another year, uh, reportedly uh, reduced his uh, wages to stay with the club and Jurgen Klopp. Fantastic news for them. A very important part of Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp's strategy. But let's talk about Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, obviously intending to leave Liverpool. He's making some jokes when he was asked about it. And he said, you know, I like Marseille. Uh, Funnily enough, he was, I don't know if he was kidding or not, but what's the latest with Sadio Mane, Fabrizio Romano? It's about Bayern because Bayern want to sign Sadio Mane and his priority, player priority, is to join uh, is to join Bayern. So there are discussions ongoing between Sadio Mane's agents and Bayern since long time because they are negotiating also for Konrad Lehmer, the same agents. And so Lehmer is a player that they really love uh, and Julian Nagelsmann would love to have from Leipzig to, to Bayern. So let's see how it will end up. But Sadio Mane is the priority now, now for Bayern. Um, I'm told that personal terms are not an issue between Mane and, and Bayern. So they are already discussing about the potential contract but the real point now is between Bayern and Liverpool they're already in negotiations because I'm told that Bayern want to be fast on this deal they know that many other clubs are exploring this possibility Sadio Mane on the market is a big opportunity and so they want to be fast and to complete this negotiation as soon as possible at the moment at the moment they still don't have any agreement with Liverpool they are discussing they are negotiating but still nothing agreed between the two clubs it will continue in the coming days it's just the beginning of this negotiation with Ajax uh, with sorry with Bayern director Asan Salian Mizic, who is working on it. So he wants Sadio Mane. He considers Sadio Mane priority. And so Bayern will be on it in the coming days because they really want Sadio Mane. 
What do you think the it will take financially for Liverpool to accept it? I believe it like the first initial offer was rejected, so they're working towards an actual number. Is that right? Uh, I, I mean, I'm reading numbers of 20, 25 million. That's that's like good for Sadio Mane's left foot. I don't think uh, <laughs> Liverpool are going to accept that. What what do you think the number is going to be in order for I Liverpool think, to accept? I think it could be around 40, 45 for Liverpool as the potential price tag, but maybe the final agreement could be around 35 or something like that with some add-ons. So this is just my opinion, eh? but this is the feeling I have speaking with people into the deal that at the end, Liverpool want way more than 25, but he's 30 years old. He's a fantastic player. That's and true. 30, and also out of contra next summer. And they already have Mo Salah out of contra next summer. So they can't play too much with this kind of situations, you know? Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Sadio Mane is fantastic, but he's 30 and he's going out of contract next season. Liverpool don't have that much of a, uh, you know, if they want a certain number, it's going to have to be a diplomatic decision between both clubs. Let's stick with Liverpool here. Usman, uh, thank you for being part of the family once again. Please let us know how Liverpool, uh, who Liverpool is most likely to sign well. Fabrizio Romano, the USMNT were in action this weekend. Uh, they did pretty well, Drew, against Uruguay of course, as well as beating Morocco. Christian Pulisic got a goal or on an assist, I'm sorry, in that first one. Uh, Christian Pulisic obviously plays for Chelsea. We're talking about his future. Is Pulisic a serious candidate to replace the Sadio Mane at Liverpool? I'm told that at the moment Chelsea have not received anything from, from Liverpool and at the moment there are no negotiations for Pulisic with, uh, with Liverpool. Even because for Pulisic, for Lukaku, as we always mentioned also in the last few weeks, they need to discuss with Chelsea before knowing if they will be able to leave the club this summer, which one will be the price. So there are many things to discuss with Chelsea before opening negotiation with any other club. So this is why it's complicated. For sure, Liverpool will go for a player in that position, so they will replace Sadio Mane, as we said last week. Another player that they're following and tracking since long time, two players, are Darwin Nunez and Danuma from Villarreal. They are two players that they really appreciate. So they have many names internally, but still no negotiation with any club. So I think they want to understand how much they will get from Sadio Mane, as we mentioned before, and then we will know more on who will be the real replacement. But at the moment, for Pulisic, it could be a possibility, but at the moment, it's not a negotiation. Arna Danjuma would be a great addition, a friend of the show. Darwin Nunez, Fabrizio Romano, would be my number one guess, I think, could be a very interesting target because he wants the Premier League, right? He wants the Premier League. His priority is the Premier League. His agent is close to Orga Mendes, and so we know how stronger is the connection between Mendes, Moord, and, uh, and Premier League. But it's not just Liverpool. Also, Manchester United are really interested in him. So it will be a big race for Darwin Nunez. It's important to understand the price because last January when Arsenal and West Ham wanted him, they asked for £55 million. Then in April it was around £70 million. But I think now they want more than 80, 85 million. So, you know, he's scoring important goals and it's normal for Benfica to try to, to get the best deal from this fantastic striker. Yeah, 80, 85 million is a very realistic for a very good talent from Uruguay. All right, let's stay in the Premier League, but let's talk about Newcastle United. Newcastle fans are surely very excited at the prospect that this summer could be a very busy one. Eddie Howe finished the season with the club very positively. Of course, Banana Man. Oh, I love it, Banana Man. I love that show. Hi, Fabrizio. Any updates on potential incomings and outgoings at Newcastle United? Many things. Many things will happen. 
um, let me mention some names, Sven Botman, centre-back, it will be Newcastle or AC Milan, but both clubs are fighting to sign Sven Botman, so it could be an opportunity and they will go for a centre-back, but Botman, since January, is the priority for uh, Newcastle. Dean Anderson as new goalkeeper, they are in discussions with his agents, but it's not yet a done deal, but the player wants to go, he wants to play regular football, and so this is why for Newcastle is a serious opportunity. Ekitike, this boy is a really special one. I know many people around the world, they don't know so well about this guy, but he's really talented striker from Reims. Newcastle were one step away from signing him in January on deadline day. Then the deal collapsed in the final hours of the transfer market. But now the deal is in place between Newcastle and Reims. 30 million euros plus 5 million euros fee. Now it's about the agent. His agent is in discussion with Newcastle to reach final agreement. Let's see if they will be able to do that. It's about the commission, the salary, the contract. So there is a five-year deal on the table. The player seems to be open this time to join Newcastle. And so it could be a really, really interesting one. But let me say that the project is pretty clear. They are not going to sign players just because of their name. Uh, they did an incredible business in January with Bruno Guimaraes, I think. is the kind of statement we want from Newcastle to sign players who are young, who are ready to be part of the project for many years, who can be maybe worth 30 million, 40 million now, and then 80 million, 90 million in a few years. So the project is pretty clear, and I think it's a really smart project. So this will be the way for, uh, for Newcastle United. All right, so we have a loyal follower here, Dan Kane. You always ask questions and stuff, and I believe one of them was Newcastle. So just to conclude on Newcastle United, Fabrizio Romano, obviously we know that they are, you know, in essence, the richest club in the world as well. So there's a lot of packages. But to your point, they're going to be very smart about who they bring in, of course. Um, Ekitike is obviously a, a major uh, acquisition when it officially is announced. But who would you say, just to conclude anything, right, who are the most likely? Botman is one of them, correct? Uh, Ekitik is the other one. Anderson, a okay. goalkeeper. Yes, Anderson. Dean Anderson, I think it's a, it's a priority for Newcastle. And then I see them going for, for a left-back. It will be an opportunity. Renan Lodi, a lot of rumors on him, but I'm told it's not something close at the moment. It's a name that they're exploring, but not a close deal to be, to be completed. So I'm sure that they will sign also a new left-back. They wanted sense in January, so I'm sure that Newcastle will sign a new left-back too. But they will be pretty busy. I see them signing maybe five, six, six players this summer. Five, six players. Well, Matt Target not being one of them, I believe. He did a, a job online from Aston Villa, but he returns. But Renan Lodi, uh, Ekitiki, of course, and some others. Excellent stuff, Fabrizio. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, well, the Welsh did it for the first time in 64 years. They're back at the World Cup, and Gareth Bale, of course, is the main man. But he's a free agent. What's going to happen with him in the lead-up to Qatar? We take a break. We'll answer that question and much, much more. Mondays with Fabrizio Romano. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Qué golazo, family. Welcome back. Fabricio Romano in the house. Uh, Fab, uh, so much to discuss. The World Cup qualifiers, uh, everything is nearly coming to a conclusion. And the USMNT, England and Iran finally have their fourth uh, member in Group B, and that's Wales, as they beat a very heroic Ukraine, it must be said, uh, a tribute to them. Fantastic what they did. So we salute them. And the message of the you know, resiliency of Ukrainian people should continue. But Wales, for the first time since 1954, are at the World Cup. Unbelievable stuff. And Gareth Bale, wouldn't you know it? Uh, it was uh, his free kick deflected off Yarmolenko, of course, that made that winner. And, you know, he's the main star for them. But he is a free agent. So obviously looking for minutes before his first World Cup, actually, as well. So talk to me about Gareth Bale here, Fabrizio Romano, because surely golfing is not going to be the only thing on his agenda. No, I think he had some some chances to to retire and change his life in case they were not going to, to the World Cup. So this is why the player was waiting for the World Cup uh, final game to understand in his playoff if they had the chance. And so now he will be ready to accept some proposal. Uh, I was asking yesterday night and the, the answer I'm receiving is he's not negotiating with any club yet. He will take his time. Uh, he wants to be focused on the World Cup. And so he needs the right project for the coming months to be, to be ready to accept some proposal. So it will take some time. He has no agreement with any club. We had some rumors on a potential Tottenham comeback for the third time, but I'm told that Tottenham, as of now, Fabio Paratici and Antonio Conte are looking at different players, even because in a 3-5-2 of Antonio Conte, it would be complicated for uh, for Gareth Bale. And so at the moment, Tottenham are not working on it. Uh, let's see if some other English club will jump into it. Last summer, some MLS club were exploring this possibility. Los Angeles Galaxy had some conversation with his agents that nothing happened. I'm curious to see what he will do, honestly, because at the moment he has no agreement. He's exploring possibilities. And so let's see, but let's remind that his salary is huge. It's true that he has a free agent, but his salary will be huge for any club who will try to sign him. And so in the coming days, we will know more. But at the moment, Gareth Bale will take some time with his family and then we'll make a decision. I would imagine because of this situation, his wanting to play at the World Cup, uh, his uh, sort of closing down of his domestic uh, career, he could maybe reduce his wage demands in order to just get some minutes. Maybe he he wants to go back to Britain, whether that's a Premier League or, or, or something like that. I would imagine that could be a possibility for Fabrizio Romano, but we're just guessing at this point. We're just trying yes, to figure out where guessing. he's going, correct? Yes, 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 even because... Honestly, I don't know if he will be ready to do that or not, but I'm sure that many clubs will explore his possibility. Eh? Many clubs want Gareth Bale. In England and in other countries, they would be tempted for this last opportunity, last dance for Gareth Bale. So I'm sure that many clubs will approach his agent, who is Barnett, who is one of the strongest in the game. And so let's see what kind of proposal will arrive, but I'm sure that Bale will be a big opportunity. We still have many top free agents on the market. Eh? It's many, many top, top players. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I'm just Googling to see what cities have the best golf courses. I don't know if that might be <laughs> a, a reason for Gareth Bell. But congratulations to you, Gareth Bell and Wales, on making it to the World Cup. You'll, you'll be joining Group B with USMNT England and, of course, Iran. All right, let's move on here. Angel Di Maria. By the way, Argentina doing their thing. Uh, absolutely killing it. They beat your Italy in La Finalissima. Fabrizio Romano, they destroyed Estonia. Lionel Messi got five goals in that one. It was too good. Part of the Argentinian setup is Angel Di Maria, of course, left PSG, said goodbye to, you know, uh, the team. Uh, many Argentinians in that team as well. Any latest here? Because we're hearing that maybe Barcelona could be an attraction for El Fideo, Angel Di Maria. 
Could be a possibility. Uh, for sure, his agent had some conversation with Barcelona. This is 100% sure and true. As today was reported by Mundo Deportivo, it's true that they had some conversations with Barca. Angel Di Maria would love to have this possibility with, uh, with Barcelona. So it's true that on player side, he's open. But it's really important to say that Angel Di Maria is in advanced negotiation with Juventus uh, since two or three weeks. So Juventus are exploring this Di Maria opportunity since a long time. But the point for Angel Di Maria is that he wants a one-year deal. He wants a contract till June 2023. So this is the point. Juventus wanted a two-year contract because of taxes reason, because of some opportunities with Italian law to pay a different kind of salary. But Angel Di Maria wants a one-year loan, a one-year, uh, one-year deal. Sorry. And so this is why for Barcelona and for Juventus the conditions are pretty clear now. Let's see if Barca will decide to go for it. We know that the priority in that position has always been Rafinha, but Leeds have been really serious on that point. They want. 55 million euros, not paying in many years, in many installments. As no, it's not an easy one for Barca now, but for sure, Di Maria could be an opportunity. At the moment, it's not something agreed, but it's something that his agent is discussing with Barcelona and with Juventus. Why one one year? Uh, is he planning to go back to Argentina? Yes. Yeah. He okay. wants to go back to Argentina to play Rosario for the final years of his career. And so this is why he wants a one-year deal. But let's see, maybe Barca will change his mind or Juventus. Yeah, all right. Speaking of Juventus, by the way, Fabrizio Romano, that's where we're going there. There's another Argentinian on his way out, uh, La Joya, Pablo Dybala. He is out as well. What's uh, what's next for him? What's the latest with Pablo Dybala? Inter. Inter leading the race for Paolo Dybala. Inter are working on it. Even the vice president of Inter, the former legendary captain Javier Zanetti, was in Wembley for the Italy-Argentina game, La Finalissima, and he had a conversation before and after the game with Paolo Dybala. So Inter are negotiating for, for Dybala. They are discussing with him. It's not something fully agreed or signed yet, but they are leading the race for Dybala. It's true that many clubs are exploring this possibility because nothing is signed, and I think Dybala on a free could be a big opportunity for many clubs. But he's tempted by this interpossibility. I mentioned Zanetti, but even Inter CEO Marotta is the man who signed Dybala at Juventus a few years ago when he was at Palermo. So there are many connections with Inter, and it's a serious possibility. So Inter are leading the race for Dybala, but it's not signed yet. By the way, Paolo Dybala is only 28 years old, everybody. What are you doing? He's an absolute star. Um, all right, let's keep with Juventus here. Juan Sebastian Roman, thank you so much. Should Juventus fans be worried about the Delict comments. Uh, what, what, what do you think? What's going on with Matthias Delict and Juventus? He's out of contract in June 2024, and on Matthias Delict point, um, there is a conversation, a negotiation between the league his agents and Juventus. Juventus want to extend his contract for one or two seasons more, so 25 or 26. But on the league side, they say, okay, let's do that, but with a different release clause because the current one is worth 120 million euros and the league would sign a new deal only in case Juventus would reduce and lower this uh, release clause, so around maybe 80, 90 million euros. So let's see if they will be able to find an agreement or if Juventus will decide to continue with the current contract. I'm told that they are pretty optimistic on this contract extension, but it would be to have a different release close so it could be an opportunity for many top clubs around Europe to jump into it at the moment Juventus are still thinking of Matthijs De Ligt as part of their project for next season all right while we're in Turin uh, how about Paul Pogba here Fabrizio Romano he's leaving Manchester United obviously he's played for Juventus before what's uh, the news there as he could maybe make a return to Juve Look, I'm working on it even today, but the information I'm receiving is that Juve are really leading the race for Paul Pogba, really confident to complete this deal as soon as possible. So they are in negotiations with these agents that are a part of the Raiola group. Uh, and so they are negotiating directly to have this three-year deal signed with Paul Pogba. It's a deal for 8 million euros net per season, guaranteed, plus add-ons to arrive to more than 10 million euros net per season. So negotiations are going. 
Pogba is really tempted. Paris Saint-Germain made a very good proposal, but it was with Leonardo as director. And now the new director will be Luis Campos. Real Madrid never been really interested in Pogba. They're focused on Chouameni as priority for the midfield. And it will be a really important week for Chouameni to Real Madrid. And so Juventus leading the race for Paul Pogba. And in my opinion, it would be if it happens, it will, if it will be completed, one of the most crazy deals in the history of the transfer market, if not the most crazy. Imagine that Manchester United lost him on a free, they resigned him for 100 million euros, and now they're losing him for a free again with Juventus. So Just that would be awful great. business. Yeah, his career, by the way, sandwiched between Manchester United. He's only played for two clubs, Manchester United yes. and Juventus. And now, to your point, going to lose him and lose money as well. A little bit more on Schumann, by the way. He had his. Uh, you know, he played for France as well internationally. What's going on there? Yes, there are negotiations between Real Madrid and Monaco. It's true that also Paris Saint-Germain are still fighting for Chomeny, but they feel, Paris Saint-Germain sources too, that the player wants to go to Real Madrid. From what I'm told, he has an agreement with Real Madrid on personal terms, a five-year deal, the salary is agreed to, the player dreams of Real Madrid, but it's now up to Real Madrid to reach an agreement with Monaco. They're offering 80 million. Monaco wants 100 million euros for uh, Aurelien and Chomeny. So maybe the add-ons could be the solutions. They are negotiating, the two clubs, but it's up to Real Madrid now to complete this negotiation. Paris Saint-Germain feel that at the end, the player wants to go to Real Madrid and he's not open to accept any other proposal but they need to find an agreement with Monaco so this week will be really important for Chomeny transfer all right let's go back to Italy because there's another question about uh you know Roma of course Jose Mourinho's Roma uh hey family Chadri hey Fabrizio anything on A's Roma rumors other than Matic also has there been anything more than just interest from the club concerning Lingard a lot of Manchester United connections here first on Matic that's pretty much uh, on its way yes Matic is done. Yes, he will sign the contract soon. It will be a one-year deal with an option for further season. So everything is done between Nemanja Matic and Roma. As you mentioned, strong connection with Jose Mourinho, of course. He had him at Chelsea and Manchester United. And so now the opportunity to work again together. For Lingard, at the moment, nothing close. Nothing close. It's something that they discussed a few months ago, but at the moment, it's not an advanced negotiation. I'm curious to see if West Ham will make a proposal to Jesse Lingard because they are considering this opportunity. And for Roma, Mkhitaryan will leave the club, former Arsenal and Man United player. He, he's on his, way, on his way to Inter. It will be a two-year deal with Inter. And so many things happening around Roma, but I'm sure it will be pretty busy summer on many positions, like the new right-back, the new centre-back. So they are exploring many, many opportunities because they want to give Jose Mourinho what he wants to rebuild Roma and continue this process after winning the Conference conference League. Hey, very, very, very quick. I know that Douglas Luiz was reported in interest. What does that mean with that? Which one? Sorry, I missed it. Douglas Luiz. Ah, yes, it's a player that they always been tracking, but never had any proposal to, to Aston Villa. I think after signing Matic, they have many good midfielders now, eh? because they have also players like Cristante. We need to understand what happens with Veretou, what happens with Sergio Oliveira, who was on loan with a buy option, but as of now, they're not triggering the buy option. So they need to make many decisions in the midfield. So for Douglas Lewis, it's nothing like imminent. So they like him, but nothing, nothing yet. At nothing the moment, no, not close. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's it, Fabrizio Romano. Uh, listen, uh, amazing. I love these shows. We just give it to you, everybody. Nice and fast. Fabrizio Romano with the best transfer information. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Fabrizio Romano, on Instagram, at Fabrizio Romano, on TikTok as well, and CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. But uh, sorry we couldn't get to all your questions, but we are here every single week. This week, we won't have twice a week, Fabrizio, but we will begin that once again very soon. Fabrizio. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Thank you, bro. As always, always a super pleasure. Thank you to all the guys sending questions and see you soon here on Kegolazo. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Kegolazo Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolazo. Please follow us. Spread the word. We're so close to 12,000 subscribers. We're just building here in the summer. Fabrizio Romano, LME. We will see you next time. Till then. 
this Monday. Federal agents! Here's where we can see them. NCIS Hawaii is back. About to set it all on fire! New criminals to catch. Armed robbery, aggravated assault, murder. And new investigations to be solved. These guys were good, but even masters make mistakes. Vanessa Lachey and featuring LL Cool J. Violin Island, we got it. Welcome to paradise. A new NCIS Hawaii, Monday, 10, 9 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.